Welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. I'm Kerry Fink. Glenn, it's always a pleasure to get together. It's like the highlight of the week when we get a chance to sit down and we always talk about it. We do a Bible study. That's what this is all about, you know? Oh, it is. And it's just so neat to just, oh, I, you know, because this is a word that came this week to me. I am healthy, alive, filled, and overflowing with God's wonder. And we're going to be talking about that today, is the I am's of who we are. And as we speak, as we speak, I am healthy, alive, filled, and overflowing in God's wonder. That's going to be something we want to speak uh, and have people speak it out loud because we're, we're saying, I'm sick. No, we are, we are healthy and alive, and God's wonder is all around us. So what does that mean? So we're going to begin unpacking some of this about the I am's, about the wonder, and just about how much God loves us today. And the question is, who are you? Who are you? So I am so excited about this, Glenn, because uh, we, we have talked about this. In fact, we were talking about the title for this program uh, before we began the podcast. And I said, Glenn, that rings a familiar bell when you said, who are you? And I said, I think now you got to remember, folks, we, we, we are now into uh, this is like podcast number 118 in the Kingdom Living series. And I said, that sure sounds like a familiar title. And sure enough, it's actually a chapter uh, in the book, Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy. And, you know, I was thinking about how when you first put together this book, 40 bite-sized chapters, it's all biblical study talking about agape love and, 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 and how uh, even though the enemy tried to trick man uh, into being less than God called us to be, uh, God already had a plan of redemption to get us there. And so what's been interesting, Glenn, as you've reported, when you go to various places and you're asked to speak a lot uh, on this topic and you talk about the topic fraud, and you've said that so many times people come back and say, you know what this has really helped me with? This has helped me with my identity, Glenn. It's powerful stuff. Yeah, and, and that's been, I, I just looking at the whole theme of, of, of the teaching here, and again, but that's a part of the revelation that God, that's part of the wonder that's going on, is, is the exploring the revelation of our identity, because fraud has taken away our identity of who we really are, and, and uh, that's so important that we, we recognize our identity uh, in Christ Jesus and, and, and we're going to be talking more into that depth of that wonder of the revelation as, and how much God loves us. So it's, it's exciting. It's exciting because that's a continuous theme uh, from Genesis to Revelation through the redemption of mankind, all mankind. And, and uh, just, just know the treasures that, that are there for us, the buried treasures inside of us and who we are. Yeah, you know, it's so nice, Glenn. I was just thinking, first of all, if you're a regular viewer of the Kingdom Living uh, podcast. And by the way, we keep, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just tickles me to see the number of people who are tuning in and the amount of time they're spending in the messages and that it's a growing number. And it's not really about, you know, pride of that because increases of the Lord, of course, but, but it's, it's just, it want to welcome you back. If you've been, if you've been a uh, part of the Kingdom Living family now for a while, welcome back. If you're new to it, I think, I think buckle your seatbelt. You're really going to get a lot out of this. In all cases, though, as this impacts you positively, please like and share this 
And let's uh, let's uh, see if we can't start sort of a movement about kingdom living where we recognize who God says we are, and that empowers us to be able to do what God says we can do, which is pretty exciting, Glenn, when you add it all together. It is. It is. It is so neat. So, so yeah, the question we've got is, who are you? And so, so with this, uh, as I spoke this, and this is just something that I really just want to challenge people to do, is to understand the IMs, is that, uh, is that, to just speak this, when we speak these words, the energy flow just comes into us and into our, into our soul and into our body. I am healthy. I am healthy. Uh, I, I, I am alive. I'm filled and overflowing in God's wonder. Now, again, that could be I'm filled and overflowing God in God's glory. I'm filled and overflowing in God's love. But I use the word wonder because a part of that, well, one thing is that's the word my wife has chosen this year to be her word for the year. And so a part of this, I've been looking at wonders. What are the wonders that are out there? There was a wonder that filled Mary is, is that how could this, this baby be born to her? There was a wonder that filled her up. And so, so the wonder of this world, we look at the skies and, and the moon and the sun, and there's such wonder. There's such wonder just looking into our own our own bodies and, and the makeup of God with our cellular system, our mind, our brain, uh, just the blood flow, the nervous system, and just how we are made. And so I am healthy, alive, filled, and look at this overflowing because the rivers of living water are flowing through us in God's wonder. And I am complete. That's going to be a theme today is I am complete and I am loved. So that's an important part that we grasp that. And as we put the fraud fire extinguisher, we're going to put the fraud fraud fire extinguisher is on the I am not and and I lack I lack because see those are the negativities that are out there. And so what it is, and then, and we're going to be talking about the completeness that we have in Christ Jesus. And 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 again, this is such a neat scripture here too. Is is that about? Uh, uh, about uh, the, the good shepherd, uh, Yahweh, and this is in the Passion Translation, and it just really kind of comes across here with, 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 with a, a, a uh, yeah, you walk through the valley, uh, I, the good shepherd. Uh, it, he is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have, look at this, I always have more, that I lack nothing is the way one, but it is it, I always have more than enough. And then the word completeness is going to be a word that, that we are going to be talking about today, too. And this is in Philippians 2, verse 4. Uh, to, discover, to discover our own completeness in Christ frees us, frees you to discover your own completeness in Christ. So with, through the resurrection, through the crucifixion resurrection, was that completed or was there something lacking in that? No, there's, we have more than enough. It's complete. So when we discover our own completeness in Christ, it frees you to turn your attention away from me, myself, and I to others. The way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way to see me, ourselves, Carrie, to see everyone. So look at the way Jesus saw himself, which is serving others, giving his, he gave his life. No one killed Jesus. He gave his life for all mankind. So the way Jesus saw himself is the only valid way 
that we are to see ourselves. So the word completeness is so important here. So so in, in this, this is... Uh, uh, th these are some scriptures. This is Philippians 2, 3 in, in, in three different translations here. Uh, the first one is the Passion Translation. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm you, your cherished unity. They only harm you. Don't allow self-promotion. Look at that, self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, look at this, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. And then in the Amplified Translation, do nothing from uh, factional motives through contentious strife, selfishness, or for unworthy ends, or prompted by conceit and empty, look at empty arrogance. Instead, instead, in the true spirit of humility, lowliness of mind, let each regard others as better and superior to himself, thinking more highly of one another than you do yourselves. And that's the Amplified. And then this is in the mirror translation. No agenda, no hidden agenda with a compromised mixture of leaven or empty philosophical flattery can match. Can match what? A mind that generally values others above oneself. And again, that's a part I heard Ben Carson talk one day and says it's all, it's been all, it was, it, it really changed his life when he realized it was about me, myself, and I. And he realized, no. I, I received the love of Jesus Christ. So the question here would be, how, how do we, how do we, how do you value others above yourself? How do you do that? And don't you know that the next verse actually tells us how we do that? So this is verse five in the in the in the mirror translation, and it's what we already talked about. So how do we value others above ourselves to discover our own completeness? In Christ, we understand that we are completed in the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension, and then where we're sitting in Christ now. Frees us, frees us. We have to understand. So that's the wonder. That's the wonder of our identity. To discover our own completeness in Christ frees me, us, to turn my attention away from myself to others. The way Jesus saw himself is the valid way I want to see myself. Boy, that's powerful. So that's how we can turn away from me, myself, and I to look at others the way God came and gave his life for all mankind. So also in John uh, 1 verse uh, 16 through 17, we read uh, about our completeness, about our completeness. He is, Christ is the source of our completeness. Everyone may now realize their own their own completeness evidenced in him. This is grace mirrored on grace, grace upon grace. And, and again, in the footnote there on, 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 on verse 16, it talks about the fullness of the Godhead embodied in Christ reflects our own completeness. And so it's really important that we recognize that the Godhead is living and tabernacled in these bodies and the completeness, spirit, soul, and body was completed through, through the crucifixion and the resurrection and the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us, the Godhead. The law was given through Moses, grace and truth have their genesis in, in Jesus Christ against the stark background of the law with Moses representing the, the condemned state of mankind. Jesus Christ unveils the grace and the truth. 
And so Jesus Christ is the incarnate grace and truth. He is the life of our design and display in human form. So it's important that his humanity is the same humanity that we have also. And so as we always do in each of our, our teachings, is it's important that we, we, we just review uh, the three greatest historical events uh, because it's important that we grasp these, these ideas that, that even God knew us before he formed uh, the earth, before the foundation of the earth. And he knew us before we were born in our mother's womb. So, and, and he molded us and formed us before that. And we're written into the book of life, uh, uh, into the Lamb's book of life before the earth. So the three greatest historical events is the first one is, is creation, is God spoke his word. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word is so powerful. And as we're speaking today, we're speaking God's word. And as Carrie has said in, in past podcasts here, this is not the Glenn and Carrie show. This is, we're, we're reading scripture here. We're speaking the word of life. And we know that it does not return voice. So if, if you're hearing Glenn, turn Glenn off. If you're hearing the spirit of God speak through Glenn and Carrie, then open that up because that's the spirit of God speaking to your heart because it's a double-edged sword that opens up the heart and speaks to you the truth because God is spirit, he is truth, and he speaks to your spirit inside of you. And so the first, the first historical event was creation because he spoke it into existence. And he created man and his image, created Adam, Eve. And, and he said that there's, there's, there, you, there's the tree, uh, the tree in the middle of the garden that you can eat from uh, uh, any, any amount. It's abundant, it's great, and, and you can live. But he says there's another tree uh, that, that is the, the, the tree of good and evil. You eat from that tree and you surely die. And so, so uh, Adam and Eve, they, they listened uh, and they said they decided to go their own way, the me, myself, and I way, and, and they ate, they, they, they were disobedient and they listened uh, to the enemy, uh, the lies of the enemy. And so consequently, that created death, that created death. Sickness and disease entered in, decay entered into mankind. Because man was never designed to die. That's physically, spiritually, was never, never done. So that's that green line there. That's the way man, that's the eternal, that's the age of line, that's outside of time. So, so when we live in, in the spirit and in the soul and in the body, the way God designed, it's timeless. That's what he designed. He designed this body to never die. We've got teaching on that too. And so, you know, recently when someone asked me, and I did this with the IRS, they, they want to know my birthday. And, and I said, do you want the date that, I that, that God knew me before he formed the earth? Or do you want the, the date that I came to earth? Because I am ageless. And we want to speak that because we are healthy. We're alive. And it's really important that we know uh, our, uh, who we are. And so the second greatest historical event is the fall. And that's when Adam and Eve uh, decided to go to separate from God. They decided. God didn't separate from man. They, they decided to separate and become the, their own and think, do their own thinking. But thanks be to God, he knew already and had planned that, that the third greatest uh, historical event is redemption. When God came through, by giving him in, through Jesus Christ coming to earth. So spirit came to earth. God came to earth, lived in Christ Jesus. The Godhead came to earth in Jesus Christ, incarnate, 
with, with spirit, soul, and body through Jesus Christ and gave his life for all mankind and with that redeemed mankind. So heaven, the spirit man came in and heaven is open. And with that, we have uh, the Holy Spirit now when he ascended into, into heaven so that now the spirit of God, heaven comes to earth to live inside of us now. And so that's what the redeemed man is all about. We've been restored back to the green line. And that's the eternal line. We are ageless. We're outside of time because we have the, the Godhead living inside of us. The, the restoration of the tree of life, the veil has been opened. We've walked into that because we that veil and the swords had to be there to keep man out because they had not been redeemed. They stroll in that fallen state. So now through redemption, that doorway has been opened. Heaven's been opened to us and we have heaven on earth. We don't have to die to get to heaven. Heaven came to earth through the kingdom of God living in which Jesus introduced. That was his major teaching is about the kingdom of God. And so the kingdom of, of darkness uh, represents man's ignorance. And this has been our teaching because that's a part of the fraud and the lies uh, is we've listened to the world, uh, the news uh, uh, of the world and the thinking of man uh, rather than uh, what God has been speaking through his word. And so darkness represents man's ignorance of the redeemed in and identity and innocence. And so as we understand who we are, who are you? Who are you? And I know when I do live classes, I used to uh, just have people stand up and, and say, who are you? And, and they would say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Well, anymore, what I want to do is I am healthy. I'm alive and, and filled and overflowing with God's wonder. God's wonder. So to just speak, I am healthy, that just this just resonates through my whole nervous system, in, in my cellular system, and I just feel I feel alive with that. And it just vibrates through because that's that energy, as I was just reading in Acts this week too, about how Peter uh, just, just his shadow walking walking through the streets brought healing. So the radiance of God's love, his love through through us as as his sons and daughters and and understanding the wonder uh, what's the wonder that went on in Peter's life why can't that go on in our lives now also so that's the wonder uh, that just a shadow of seeing the brilliant light of Christ in his sons and daughters here on earth the kingdom living in us with the word of God so uh, a scripture that has just become standard for us because it's something that we really need to speak every day over us and just understand. And this is Colossians 3 verses 1 through 4 in the Passions translation. And it is personalized. So and, it, and it's worthwhile that we, we, we do this, we speak it because there's a lot to this because this just ties together with our identity of who we are and the I am, the I am, the I am, the I am that God speaks to us. And, and Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is my resurrection. It's your resurrection. It's, the, it's everybody that's listening and watching. Christ's resurrection is our resurrection too. And this is why I, I, Glenn, I, Carrie, us, yearn for all that is from above because that's where Christ, see, 
That's where Christ sits enthroned at a place of all power, honor, and authority. And guess what he's done? He's, he's passed that power, honor, and authority onto us because he ascended to heaven. That's where we sit. And, and, and he's given us here on earth that power, honor, and authority. We, we've talked about it in, in other podcasts. And so verse two now. So yes, I, Carrie, we, we feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts, our mindset, fill our, our thoughts with heavenly, this is where reality really is, uh, and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So the heavenly realities, that's the spirit world that's living inside of us, the Godhead living inside of us, uh, that green line, uh, the redeemed line, the recreation line that we've been recreating. So, so fill our thoughts with heavenly re realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So my, my crucifixion, carry our crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. So we've been crucified with Christ. We no longer live, but Christ lives inside of us. And now my true life, my true life, our true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And this, this is so important because this is going to tie together today. And it's so interesting how this, these verses tie together with almost every teaching that we have done. And so as Christ himself is seen for who he really is. See, this fits into those completeness uh, scriptures we just read. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who we are, who I really am, will also be revealed. So we want to know, who are you? I want to know who I really am. So as Christ is seen for who he really is, I'm going to get to know who I really am. It'll be revealed to me. For And here it tells me for who I am. It tells me who I am. So this is a wonder. This is a wonder that, that is, is being revealed to us. For I am, Carrie, we are, now, 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 this isn't future tense. We are now one with him in his glory. Praise God. See, this isn't future. I don't have to die to be with his glory. This is a wonder that he's done. And only the Holy Spirit, the wonder of, of, of the triune God, the Godhead living in us, can reveal this. I can't do this. Only God through his word can penetrate the heart to get those lies, to get that fraud out of your head and have a mindset of your identity of who you are. Because as Christ is, so are we in this world. And it's so important that we understand. Let me just read that again and speak that over everybody here. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. For you are now one with him in his glory. Receive that in the Holy Spirit. So this is, is in Exodus 3, and this is the New King James Version. And, and, and I want you, I want to just I want you to speak because 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 what this is is this is speaking of the I am. I am the I am that I am. And what we've got are these two trees that are kind of speaking to us that I am not. But God is speaking to us that I am, that I am. And he's created us to be an I am too. Here's, so this is in Exodus 3. And this is such a prophetic voice of the freedom uh, of, of that Jesus came to redeem all mankind and because because the Israelites were enslaved for 430 years and, 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 and just speaking 
to, to the Pharaoh and, and speaking to the king is release the people. So he, uh, let, let me just read this through. So it's what it is. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people. So the oppressions of Egypt. And, and again, God's people are, are oppressed. They're not knowing who they are. And so Egypt is, is an identity for the fallen mindset and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows, for I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, the fallen mindset, to bring them up from that land to a, to, to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey. And that's the promised land that God's given to all mankind, and to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and to the Pezzites, and the Hevites and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. This is God speaking. And I've also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppresses them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to the Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And so that's what Jesus did. And this is Moses that, that, is, that is prophetically speaking what Jesus has done through the redemption. So see, but, but here it is. But here's Moses. Moses says, Moses said to God, well, who am I? Who am I? You know, I can't do that. <laughs> so he's already thinking, I can't do that. So that's, I'm not, that's an I'm not. That I should go to the Pharaoh and that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. So he said, he said, I will certainly be with you. This is what God said. I will certainly be with you. And this shall be a sign to you that, that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of the fathers have sent me to you. And they say to me, who is this name? Who is this name? Who shall I say to, what shall I say to them? And this is so good. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. See, this is an identity thing. I am who I am. And we are who we are. I am an I am. We the, the Godhead is living in us. I am who I am is, is what he said. This shall say, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am, I am. Now again, only wonder and the revelation of the Holy Spirit can reveal the I am to us. I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is, now look at this. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. This is prophetically speaking that the I am is in the tabernacle, is living within inside of the I am of our humanity, our spirit, soul, and body now. Go and gather the, the, the elders of the, the Israelite together and state and say to the Lord God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, appeared to appear to me saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done uh, to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up and out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hevitites, and the Jebusites, to a land flowing, abundance flowing with, with milk and honey. Then they will heed your voice and shall come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you shall say to him, the Lord God of the Hebrews has met with us, and now please let us go three days 
journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice, we may worship to the Lord uh, our God. But I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even with a mighty hand. So I will stretch out, I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt, look at this, with all my wonders, with all my wonders which I will do in the midst and after that he will let you go. God's wonder of the resurrected, the crucified, resurrected, ascended Christ living inside of us is a tremendous wonder that was available to all people. That was the day the Lord made 2,000 years ago. And we rejoice and we're glad in it. So that was the wonder that happened back there with Moses when they released the Israelites and set them free and let them go. And then look what happens. I will give these, these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians because they've, they've witnessed this. And it shall be when you go, you shall not go empty handed. We're not empty handed. We have all the blessings of God uh, living in us now. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor, namely of her who dwells near the house, article, look at this, articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing, and shall put them on your sons and daughters, so you shall plunder the Egyptians. So we, the plunder of the earth is the sons and daughters of God's now. This is a prophetic voice of what Jesus Christ did 2000 years ago to redeem all mankind. And we're getting this now. And this is a teaching that carries on over that we've talked about in, uh, in, in some other lessons, but this is so important, is that, uh, and this is speaking to this, I am healthy, uh, I, I'm alive, I'm filled and overflowing with God's wonder. And these are four stages we go through, is, is that I am, I've been crucified with Christ, I'm resurrected with Christ, I'm ascended with Christ, and I'm sitting with Christ now. And so this is the wonder, the wonder, because we've used the word revelation, and really we could almost interchange the word wonder and revelation, because as, as we wonder and we, we understand and we receive the revelation of the agape love, and understand the unconditional love. We understand the wonder of the of the judgment that he's adjudicated this not guilty. We've talked about this. Is is that as uh, uh, the scriptures talk about uh, judge not that you be not judged because the way we judge will be judged back to us. And and the way we want to judge is the way ju Jesus judged us. And he said we're adjudicated innocent, not guilty. And so that innocence and not guilty is the way we want to look at ourselves as as we look at Jesus. We want to look at the way. Uh, at other people that same way they've been adjudicated not guilty and 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 help them understand who they are the revelation of of the wonder uh that we are sons and daughters of god we're made in his image and likeness and the wonder of the revelation of the freedom the freedom that we have in christ we're not in bias. we're not in slavery like the egyptians were we're not under that system of the law system we've been set free and with that uh, these four pictures, I think, just really display uh, we died with Christ, uh, we were resurrected with him, we understand that resurrected Christ living inside, we ascended with him, we're sitting with him now in the heavens. So we have heaven and earth with, with the Godhead living inside of us. And so th this is important here that we grasp, because this is the green line again, because we can have this fallen mindset of the law of good and evil, and I am not. And because because that that thinking pulls us down. Oh, I'm sick. No, no, I am healthy. 
And we want to speak that over because I'm sick and, 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 and I can't wait to die because I can stand in front of God. No, God, God we're enthroned with him now. Uh, death was never God's agenda. Life, life abundantly has always been his agenda for mankind. And so uh, on this line, as we think and believe what will happen, we'll understand God's demonstrated love and the completeness that we have that radiates through us with understanding his love of that tree of life that I am. And that's all about the love. God is love. And we are love. We are that love being. And as that reflects through us, it just radiates his love. Because we know when, when we are living on that red line and we're, we're thinking lack and guilt and condemnation and shame, I'm a sinner. No, no, we're, we're not in a fallen world. We're in a redeemed world because we are living a redeemed life. We're agents of redemption. Everything that we touch is bringing redemption because it, it needs to be fixed. And mankind needs to be fixed, and it's been fixed through the blood of Jesus Christ uh, 2,000 years ago. So we're pointing people to, 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 to the crucifixion, the resurrection, the ascension, and they're sitting with Christ. They've been set free from Egypt. So, so even as, as the Israelites came out of Egypt and they wandered around in the desert for 40 years, they wanted to go back. They wanted to go back because they wanted meat. And so, 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 no, we don't need to go back to the, the and, and again, that's a part of the thinking. We've got to change and renew our mind here because we have got to get rid of that thinking of the knowledge of good and evil, and I am not. No, we are sons and daughters, and we have to receive uh, God's love and understand uh, that we have been made complete. So, uh, and, and again, this is such a neat teaching because Jesus says, you are God's. You are God's. So let's look at this. And this is in Psalms 82, 6. And, and, and God says, you are God's. You, and all of you are children of the Most High. So now this is Jesus speaking here. And Jesus answered them, uh, many good works I have shown you from my Father. So the good works that Jesus did and the works that we do is coming from the Father that's living inside us. For which of those works do you want to stone? So he's standing there and 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 there's a which of these good works do you want to stone me? And the Jew, the Jewish, the Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but but for blasphemy, and because you being a man make yourself God. Wait a minute now. We want to be accused like Jesus was of blasphemy because we've been made like God and we're so afraid to speak the word of God that we're made in his image and likeness because we're afraid of that word blasphemy. We want to be accused of blasphemy. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your scriptures, your law? Uh, different versions have the word scripture. Is it not written in your scriptures? I said, you are gods. Do you hear this? We are gods. That's little g, gods. We are sons and daughters in the family of God. And, and we are, you and I, we are gods. So we have to change that mindset. Say, no, I can't be like God. We are made in the image and likeness of, of God. And so so, and this is verse 18 in the, in the, in the, in the mirror translation in verse 18 in the, in the New King James, is that, that this was the fuel for the fire of the Jewish zeal in their determination to execute Jesus. Not only did, did, did he break the Sabbath, the law, but now he has gone beyond all except he calls God his own father. 
that's blasphemy. Who does he think he is? God's equal? Oh, yes, 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 that's blasphemy. Therefore, the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal to God. So we have to understand who we are, our identity, that our father, we pray for the father, that, that the Godhead, uh, that Christ is in us, the hope of glory, that God, that the Godhead is living through the Holy Spirit. And this is being revealed to us through, through, through this wonder of the Holy Spirit. So it's really important that we understand this. And we've done this teaching before, but it's really important that we just understand this. In 1 Peter 1, 23, you've been regenerated. What a great word. Born again, not from a mortal original, original seed sperm, but from the one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting word of God. The same seed that was planted into Mary's, Mary's womb is the same seed that is planted to us through the Holy Spirit, the same identical seed. So it's important that we grasp that seed and we're gonna see what that means. So that's according to your word. And, and, and Mary says, be it unto me according to your word. And we need to be speaking that over ourselves, that be, be it unto each one of us according to your word. I want the word of life. And that's so important because we speak this because we're understanding our identity of who we are. And, and Jesus Christ, is the anointed one. So I am anointed. We are anointed. Carrie, you and I, we as we are anointed, we have the name of Christ because that means anointed. I am Christ. Uh, Jesus is his name. Christ is anointed. We walk with the anointing. And so it's really important that we, we grasp the identity, the identity of, of who we are, the I am of who we are. And so this is in Ephesians 4, 13. And this, and, and again, and, and Jesus, and, and this is what we're speaking to is he's saying, I am the way, I am the truth and the life. And so this is the speaking of the Holy Spirit speaking through us right now as we go through scriptures. Is this the truth? Is this the way? Is this the life? Are, are, is which tree are we eating from? Are we speaking life? Are we speaking from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and death? Are we speaking life here? So here's the part in, in Ephesians 4, which is the purpose of these ministry gifts that we have, these gifts that's been given to us, is, look at this, is to present everyone on par to the oneness of faith, believing exactly what the Son of God believes and knowing accurately what he knows concerning us. So standing face to face in equal stature to the measure of the completeness that we have in Christ. And so what we see here uh, is, it, is in verse 19, 20, 21 uh, through 24 is important. Having become conditioned, to, again, see, this is a part of the fallen. We've become conditioned to a life distance distant from God. So that's that mindset. That's the news that we have. That's that fallen mindset. They are calloused in spirit and, and are lust and greed driven, me, myself, and I. They have completely abandoned themselves to outrageous shamelessness living. Of what total contrast is Christ? Truth is defined. Truth, look at this. The way truth 
The truth is defined in Jesus. It is not possible to study him in any other context. He is the incarnation. Hear him resonate where? Within us, within you, with each other one. The truth about who we are has its ultimate reference in Jesus. We've been speaking this continuously with all the scriptures. The truth about me, Carrie, us, has its ultimate reference in Jesus. The truth about who we are. For the truth of your our union in him, in his death and resurrection, you have stripped off that old identity, like a filthy worn out garment. Ignorance and lust corrupted you and cheated you into wearing it <laughs> in the first place. We don't even know that we're wearing it. That's, that's just been the identity that we are. But as we understand our identity uh, of, 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 of the crucifixion of Christ, that we crucified with him, we rose with him, we ascended with him, we're sitting with him, we understand who we are. Thus, you are habitually renewed in your innermost mind. This will cause you to be completely, completely. It's like rewiring, reprogramming a computer in the way you think about yourself. So this is the rewiring of our brain, of our mind, of our soul to align with the spirit. So as the, as the spirit and the soul align together, there's healing that comes into our body. Remain fully immersed in this Wonder, this God-shaped new person from above. You're created in the image and likeness of God. This is what righteousness and true holiness are all about. Oh, that's so good. Let's read it in another translation. This is in the, in the Passion Translation. So with the wisdom given to us, to me, from the Lord, and this is Paul speaking, I say, you should not live like the unbelievers around you, that red line leaving, you should, uh, around you who walk in their empty delusions. And again, that's a part of the words that just spoken, that man's philosophy, their corrupted, their, look at that, corrupted logic has been clouded because their hearts, their soul are, are, are so far from God. They're blinded understanding and deep-seated moral darkness keeps them from the true knowledge of God. Because of the spiritual apathy, they surrender their lives to lewdness, impurity, and sexual obsessions. But, 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 this is not the way for us, for, for, for the way of life that Christ has unfolded for each one of us, for you. If you have really experienced the anointed one, here we are, the anointed, and heard his truth, it will be seen where? It will be the advertisement of really of our lives. We know that the ultimate reality is embodied in Jesus. And I wrote this out. This isn't virtual reality. This is really reality speaking. Uh, this is really the truth. And as he has taught you to let go of the lifestyle of the HMN, the old South life, which is corrupted by sinful, deceitful desires that spring from delusions. Again, not knowing our identity. Now it's time to be made new by every revelation, that wonder that's been given to you, and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious revelation, the, the glorious Christ within as your new life and life union with him. And here's the important, for God has recreated you. He has re recreated you all over again. How? into his perfect righteousness, and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. 
ah, receive this, receive this. So what I've done here is I've shown a picture here <laughs> of the old us, the old deceptive us that we, we used to think that was a great house to live in. But that's the way the house was. That was the body. That's the soul. That's the corrupted soul. That's the corrupted mindset. That's the corrupted emotions that we've got and the will that we have. But thanks be to God, he renovated, he restored. He's made us new as the truth, as the truth of, of, of his way and his wonder is revealed to us. It's just so important that we, we grasp and, and understand our identity of who we are in Christ. And so this, uh, so this is really important. And so uh, this is a scripture that, that when I came to Christ, it really uh, was one that the guy that discipled me and, and spoke into my life, he would never give me answers. He would always take me back to scriptures. And this one, the scriptures in Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6, that he'd, he, he would just quote and we'd speak together over it. Is is in and, and, and now this is in the Passion Translation that that is a little different that we've maybe learned it in the NIV or the King James. But you know, trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understandings. But I kind of like this because it speaks to us a little more in, in some modern words. Trust in the Lord. How this fits to to what we've been talking completely. That's that complete that we trust the Lord complete and do not rely on my own opinions. So, so don't we try to fight our own opinions? I have to be right. Don't rely on your own opinions. With uh, So trust in the Lord completely. Trust the Lord and don't rely on your own opinions. With all, trust with him and with all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And here's what he'll lead you in every decision you make. And we're going to see... So we're going to see a then. We're going to see a then down here. We're going to be talking. And become, and become, see, this is, oh, become intimate with him. This is what he desires. As, as his sons and daughters, those that have children and grandchildren, we want that intimate. Those that are married, that we want that intimacy with our spouse. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he'll lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment you know. <laughs> Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you do what? When you adore him. We adore him with undivided. See, undivided. Undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Then, then here's the then. So all this is for the then here now. You'll find what? Healing, refreshment, for what your body and for your body and spirit has longed for. So this is the longing that we've been looking for is our identity, because this is the number one thing that ever that we have to find is who are you? And our body is longing for that identity too, to be healed and be restored. Our soul is looking for that. And as it lines up with our identity of what Christ has done, bringing the Holy Spirit that God had to live inside of us. So, so let's look, let's look at what this means here. So, so we're looking at verse eight here. So now the, this is ver verse eight in different scriptures. And the Lord started showing me some stuff here that I'm going to, I'm going to kind of uh, uh, spring on you here in this verse eight, then you'll find the healing refreshment for your body because, because this is health. Uh, for your body and, and spirit long for this. This is the long way. And it will bring health to your nerves and your sinews and the marrow and the moistening to your bones. 
because this is where life is. The blood comes out of the bones and the marrow and, and the nervous system is restored. And then we'll bring health to your body and nourishment. Because we talked about in our last podcast uh, about what food are we eating? Are we more uh, addicted to the food and the nourishment uh, of, of food? Or do we want the word of God that brings the nourishment to our soul and to our body? Uh, it will be health to your navel flesh and strength drink to your bones is the new king james it so literally healing to your navel and moistening to your bones the blood supply now look at this the blood supply for a baby in the womb comes through the navel the new cells are made in the marrow of the bones so he already knew the science that, <clears throat> that was going on here that talked about the net the new uh the then 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 the healing of the refreshment to your body and spirit that we've been longing for. And so I thought there's really, because this really intrigued me here with the whole idea of the placenta and also the umbilical cord. So, so what's happened, the feeding system that was designed for us is the word of God, the protection that's around a baby that's born. And we understand the nutrition that comes through, through the organs of God's life feeding us through that umbilical cord of his Holy Spirit feeding his word to us is the Holy Spirit, much like a mother has in the womb to a child, is the Holy Spirit feeding us with his word, bringing the blood and the nutrition that we need inside of our body. It's just such a great, uh, such a great analogy of really what it is that we have. We have the womb of the protection uh, the, uh, that the placenta brings. We have the food and the nourishment of the word of God feeding us as we grow. And we're not being fed like babies anymore. We have matured and we're eating the meat, uh, the meat of God's word. We're not babies anymore uh, and so, because that's been a part of the teaching here. Uh, this is not generally uh, for, for the new Christians because uh, uh, we're feeding on the heavenly food. And this is the scripture that's so important because this is this is so real that we talked about this even last time. Uh, and this is in the desert. As they, were, as they were in the desert, as they came out of Egypt uh, in, in, in Deuteronomy 8, uh, 3, the purpose of the desert uh, was to humble us, causing us to go hungry and then feeding us with manna. Uh, which neither you nor your ancestors have known. And there's a reason for this is, is to teach us. There's a teaching going on to teach us that man does not live on bread alone, the natural food even of this life. But man, but, but, but he lives on every word that proceeds, that comes out of the mouth of the Lord, out of the word of God. This isn't Glenn and Carrie. This is the word of God. It's the spirit and life that's speaking. This is scripture. He, we live by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. Praise God. And so with this, it's really important that we understand uh, the freedom that we have, uh, the wonder that we have, is that for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. So we're eating from the tree of life and, and not from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so 
uh, as as we close uh, the session here, it's it's it, the, the teaching. It's really important that we understand God's love with God, and we're going to be doing some a decree here uh, in a second here. But uh, and and again, with whatever circumstance, whatever situation uh, that is coming at you, understand that we have life abundantly. Yet in the midst of all these things around us, all this news all this news that the world is speaking to, we triumphant. We triumph over it all, them all. For God has made us to be more than, this is the this is the structure. And Jesus was a conqueror. He's made us to be more than conquerors. And this, this is that wonder. How can this happen? With, with all the stuff that's going on, is it, how can we more, be more than conquerors? And here it is. And his demonstrated love is the wonder is the wonder that penetrates into our hearts, our minds, and our soul to understand how much he loves us. His demonstrated love is our glorious victory over what? Over everything, over everything. So as we, as we uh, look at this and understand uh, this is a declaration that I want to speak, and then we'll do the believer's declaration here in a second. But I just want to speak this. And if you're listening and watching, you can see this. Speak this with me as I speak. I am healthy. I am healthy, alive, filled and overflowing with God's wonder. I am healthy. I am alive. I am filled and overflowing with God's wonder. I am complete. I am love. You are, you are God's. You are his reflection and mirror image of the I am. I am. And that's the wonder of who we are. Amen and amen. Glenn, that is a powerful teaching. I was uh, smiling when you had the uh, slide up that had the uh, kind of the before and after of the house. Because, uh, you know, as you were talking about, it's one of the challenges we often face with our identity is we see ourselves just as you were describing as that broken down, uh, tired uh, house with a, in need of a lot of renovations. If it shouldn't just be condemned and scrapped, and then and then, uh, but that's not who our identity is, and that's what I think is so important uh, when you when you explain and go through and prove scripturally that that's not who we are. God sees us as that fully renovated house, not because of anything we did, but because of the sacrifice that Jesus made. And then it becomes up to us to walk out in that, in that uh, way, of, uh, way of viewing ourselves and to take the dominion and to understand the kingdom living. Again, I know I say it almost every time, Glenn, you know, but, but Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He wasn't talking about at some vague point in the future. He's talking about this very minute, you know? Yeah, and that's so neat, Carrie. Thank, thank you. That's a great. That's a. a and, and with that, as we understand that new house, which is the body of Christ living inside of us, there's that light just shines through. That electricity is on inside of us. So we're carrying that house in us. We've been renovated, restored, and, and redeemed. And so the light just because we are light. Christ is light. He's living inside of us. And it just was like a beacon light to the world. And it attracts others because of his love, his completeness, his love living inside us. We're not living in that, that fallen mindset. 
That's just so important. And, and again, so, so many times what's, what's being taught to us and thought to us is we're sinners and, 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 and just, just that lack type of thinking. No, as you said, Carrie, we have abundant life now. It's not in the future. It's already been done 2,000 years ago. It's just receiving that identity. And for most people watching, they're probably already saved. It's a matter of understanding really where our walk is and to understand the power uh, that we have through the word of God and the, and the triune God, the Godhead living inside of us. So exciting. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why I keep saying, you know, we always kind of come back to the book that God gave you fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, because it is literally 40 bite-sized chapters, very simple to appropriate. But the um, I guess the point that I want to always kind of come back to is if you're new to the kingdom living and you're you're kind of trying to maybe appropriate this or 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 just take it all in, you got to remember this is not Glenn's opinion, Carrie's opinion. It's just reading what the scripture says. And so if you um, if you take it at the face value plan, I've often said this, you know, what if we actually believe the words in our Bible? And as you pointed out in one of the slides earlier, that was a challenge that um, Jesus ran into with 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 some of the, quote, experts of the day, because they were saying, like, you can't you can't say that. And then he pointed them right back to, well, that's not what the Bible says about this. And I think that's the benefit of, of appropriating and taking this material and studying it for yourself, then you're not being led around by, um, you know, man's opinion or something like that. You're literally living and breathing the word of God and operating in the Holy Spirit. It's exciting stuff, Glenn. Yeah, and it's really important that that, that the people listening and watching, write down your IMs, mm -hmm. write those down. And, 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 and we, we have our, uh, a list in the, in the back of the book, in the appendix, and it's a long list of IMs. And boy, uh, we're going to have to uh, do another revision of the book here, too, because <laughs> our IMs, we could almost have a whole book of IMs because we keep adding to it uh, here. And, and again, I am healthy, alive, filled, and overflowing with God's wonder. Absolutely. And so... So write that every day, be looking for some wonder of who I am. I am that I am that I am. And we, and, and, and again, speak the I am's over yourself. It's because what we've been doing in the news out there is it's an I am not. No, we, I, I am, I am that I am. And so important, write them down and just keep them and speak them on a daily basis and share them with others because we're so loaded down with the circumstances of I am not. Yes, we are. We are. The, we have the resurrected Christ. We're just so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, uh, so again, all of the messages in the Kingdom Living series are available at therepelminute.com. There's a wealth of resources there that you can access. Uh, again, it's therepelminute.com. And I give that uh, email address to you for several reasons. Number one, if you're one of the growing numbers of folks who are now engaging in the Kingdom Living podcast series, you can go back and catch up on any ones that you've missed. They're all uh, on the website available for you to uh, listen at your at your uh, convenience. And not only that, uh, you can also access Glenn's daily Monday through Friday REPL Minute, which is kind of where this all began. It's a real brief, maybe three minute or so daily Monday through Friday, biblical uh, inspiration. It's a great way to start your day. You can actually have it emailed directly into your inbox. 
uh, if you like. And then on top of that, uh, you can you also have the option of uh, taking a look at the fraud series because everything that we're talking about is uh, is there. And also your opportunity, if you would like, to get a copy of the fraud book and maybe uh, grab some friends and do a do a Bible study around it and 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 use that to pull out your Bible, pull out the fraud book and work through it. It's really a great thing. We're so excited about all that God is doing. And um, Glenn, we always like to wrap up. Uh, you always pray over us before we uh, close out a Kingdom Living podcast. But before we do that, we always do the uh, Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights. And we always make this available, by the way. There's a link right there that you can click through and you can get your own copy of this and maybe print it out, put it someplace where you'll see it day in, day out because it's reminding you, it's just those I am's, uh, some of those I am's, Glenn, like we're always talking about. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, this, this this declaration here is, is about uh, the declaration of our legal rights that we have, some more I am's. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in a kingdom of priests. I belong, I belong to the family of God. I can enter, and this is so important, I can enter to God's presence boldly now i have been recreated into god's image and likeness of his love i manifest and experience heaven and earth now with righteousness peace and joy i'm restored redeemed and recreated back with god the father god the holy spirit god the holy spirit living in me now i have the word of god dwelling in me I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrected power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Amen. Amen. Let's go before the Lord now and just thank him. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We call on you. You are the father. You are our father. Your scripture, your word says, call no man father. You are our father. And we just thank you. We thank you for life, life abundantly now. We thank you for giving your son, Jesus, uh, yourself through the, through the manifestation of of, of man coming to earth and the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Thank you for your teaching, your guiding, your word that's in us. And Father, we just pray, we just thank you for the healing, the healing that's going on uh, over your universe now with your word speaking life to those that are listening and watching. And Father, we, we praise you, we praise you to God be the glory. We lift this up in Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Glenn, for another amazing Kingdom Living uh, series message in the Kingdom Living podcast. Again, you can uh, go back and, and share this message. Uh, we encourage you to do that. Uh, you can always find them on the uh, Repl Minute Facebook page, the, the Repl Minute YouTube channel, and of course, the RepelMinute.com. And so with that, we sure look forward to seeing you next time because it just keeps getting better and better in Kingdom Living. We'll see you soon.